we got all the sorts. Yeah, you know that we fly, ain't time about no tours. And we talk about no hoopers that hoop in that court. And we get straight to business. Uh, I get no rest like it's tennis. Yeah, it come to the sports, we a menace. Yeah, till like we in the pool, go swimming. Yeah, I'm on the beat, I took off. Let the game talk, don't need to look off. I run off on the interview football. Yeah, then you ain't that look off. We get green like bait. We poking that bear, no, it's bitch South K. They talk about Wilson, you know they go crazy. And I'm feeling like Trey, I pull up for the trade. Yeah. Welcome to the Tiger Town Podcast. I'm Talia, and you can find the show on all podcast platforms. Remember to like, share, comment, and five-star rate. How was your weekend, Cam? Mine was great. How about yours, Talia? Mine was pretty good. Now we have our weekly segment, The Coach's Corner, with Coach Mooney, where we're talking about all things Tiger football. Welcome, Coach, and congrats on the win last Friday. Thank you so much. I appreciate you guys having me. Great. So now we're going to get into a little about yourself. Um, first of all, where were you born? I uh, grew up in... Inman, South Carolina, which is about three hours from here in the uh, upstate of South Carolina, so yeah, a little distance away. Uh, what was it like growing up? Uh, very enjoyable. Um, had a lot of friends on, on on our block, I guess you could say, and uh, we got into a lot of trouble, but it was a lot of good trouble a lot of times. So uh, unfortunately, I got a lot of friends that, that, that aren't still here anymore, but think about them a lot. And uh, the good time we had. Um, what high school did you end up attending? I uh, grew up at Chapman Panther. Uh, my dad was a, a graduate of Chapman High School. My brother was also. Um, I ended up being the third graduate of it. And then my mom, she was the oddball. She was the Burns High School graduate. And um, when you were in high school, what sports did you play? Football, basketball, and baseball. Three-sport guy. And when what college did you go to? Uh, Grand Canyon University. And did you play the same sports in college? No, I did not. You didn't play any at all? No, I did not. Um, a little more, like, how did you get into coaching football? Uh, kind of unique. Uh, when I graduated high school, um, it's probably like a month after graduation. Uh, I got a mentor of mine, Coach Randy Burns, who uh, was my football coach in high school, somebody who I'm, I'm still really uh, connected to. And... Uh, I literally just went over one day to talk to him and, and see how he was doing. And he asked me, like, what was my plans? And, and back then I was still kind of naive. So um, I said I wanted to uh, transfer to University of Tennessee and uh, play football. And he said, okay, well, but what are you going to do in the meantime? And uh, I said, I don't know, just be a teenager, I guess. And um, he had asked me if I ever thought about getting into coaching. I told him I said, no, not really. And um, he encouraged me and said, I, I think that you would make an excellent football coach. Because um, he also had played for him for four years, so he knew a lot about me. And um, and he said, well, what do you think about if I get you connected with our middle school uh, football program and you give it a try for a year? If you like it, stay with it. And if you don't, then quit. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, I gave it a try that August. Uh, I was the youngest, youngest coach on staff for the first like, seven, eight years. So Coach middle school for two years. Coach Burns called me back, moved me up to varsity, and uh, the rest was history. So how long now have you been coaching? 22 years. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that is very long. Um, what are, like, some of the things you really like about coaching? You know, just the, the building of relationships with, with young players. Um, you know, over the years I've coached football, basketball, baseball, and track and field um, and have relationships with a lot of those athletes that I've, I've coached before. And, um, you know, just getting a chance to get to know them, uh, help them become a better individual, and um, just be, a, you know, a vital part of their lives. 
you still carry those relationships on now, communicate with a lot of them? Very much. Uh, I, I, that there probably isn't a month that goes by that um, I don't talk to one of them in, in some kind of capacity, whether it's through social media, through text, through a call. Um, and they'll text me and say, hey, Coach, how you been? How's everything going? And a lot of them are, are older now and uh, have families of their own, and some of them are coaching, which is really exciting. So uh, that relationship part is always big for me. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you dislike about coaching? Hmm. The time away from my family. Um, I always tell people that I, I've spent more time with other people's kids and, mm-hmm. and other people's families than I have my own. Uh, that's the one thing that I probably dislike about it is um, I value my family a lot, and, um, and unfortunately I've had to sacrifice a lot of time away from them. Uh, mm-hmm. Which is one thing I sit back and it always kind of bothers me, but you know it's just something that you, you sacrifice for something bigger than just yourself. Um, throughout your twenty-two years of coaching, um, are there any like memories that you like are going to live with forever? There's a lot. Um, <clears throat> I think back to you know my first year coaching um, and just the feeling of that 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 whole season. I uh, think back to when I coached in my first state championship game and have an opportunity to coach in Wisdom Bright Stadium. Um, I think back to uh, my 12th year coaching and coaching on ESPN twice and coaching against number one team in the nation, uh, traveling all the way to California to coach. Uh, that was pretty exciting. So there, there's been a lot of memories. Obviously getting my first head job here at Wilson uh, is always like, like at the top of it. But there's a lot of memories, uh, a lot of good memories that I could – probably write a book about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, if you were to be famous for something other than coaching, what would it be? My character, you know, what I stand for, um, who I've grown up to, to become, mm-hmm. you know, would be something I would always want to stand out um, and just the impact that I've been able to have on others. You know, it wouldn't be about money or necessarily popularity, but just what I stand for and, and, and me always trying to put others uh, ahead of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, outside of coaching, like, what are some things you like to do in your free time? Who uh, watch a lot of Netflix, um, uh, play golf when my back's not hurting, <laughs> um, travel and, and go somewhere with, with my family. Those are probably the three things that stand out the most um, that, that that I really get, you know, kind of a, a kick out of. Mm-hmm. What's some shows on Netflix you watch? You might give me some recommendations. Oh man, I just watched. Uh, who clone? Who clone Tyrone? Uh, uh, the Crown, because I'm, I'm a big history guy, so mm-hmm. I, I watch that a lot. Um, and then anytime I can see some some old replays of like old movies from like the '80s, mm-hmm. like because I grew up in the '80s, so and the '90s obviously. But um, so yeah, I mean, pretty much anything that comes on, I can watch it. Um, who's been your biggest inspiration? Uh, I think back about my parents. Um, and the things that I saw my parents sacrifice for me and my brother. Um, you know, I always give a short story about my dad. When I was probably seven years old, there was probably two or three feet of snow on the ground, and my dad walked five miles to work, worked all day long, and then walked right back in the snow five, five miles again. Um, my mom, who, who's, who's a seamstress still to this day, um, watching her stay up until three, four, five o'clock in the morning, you know, just trying to make things for other people. And so uh, we would have money to pay bills and so we could eat. You know, watching them sacrifice has probably been my, my, my biggest inspiration. Have your parents been around a lot throughout your coaching years at game supporting? A lot. 
um, which I've been very fortunate and blessed to have them around. Um, every chance they get to come to Florence to watch us play or watch us somewhere else, they always come. Um, you know, probably up until and probably five years ago, I don't think my parents missed anything I ever coached. Mm-hmm. You know, that they never missed anything I ever played in either mm-hmm. as, as an athlete. So um, a lot of people can't say that, but, but I, I'm blessed to be able to say that. Um, throughout this football season and basically throughout your coaching, like, is there any, like, quotes or saying that you, like, live by or have? Uh, do your job. That, that's probably the biggest one. I'm a, I'm a huge uh, Bill Belichick guy, and he's always saying, do your job. You know, I always feel like that if everyone does that their part, not somebody else's part, but do their, their part, um, you can be successful. You know, I feel, like I feel the same way about my coaching staff. Um, when I'm coaching players at different positions, you know, all I want them to do is just become really good at your job. Um, so, yeah, do your job is one I stand by a lot. Do you feel like your players and coaches do a good job at knowing I have to? This is what I need to do and you stand know, by it. You know, it, it, it depends on the year. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. That's something that here at Wilson that we've gotten better at since I've been here for the last three seasons. Um, but it's something that we're still working on. And I think sometimes uh, players and, and even coaches sometimes we we try to do more than what we're designed to do at that particular time. Um, and that's something that you deal with a lot of times with. Um, inexperienced players, you know, a lot of times that they're coming off of a level where they've been known to do three or four different jobs. Mm-hmm. But on the high school level, we need you to do one job and do it really well. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's always a challenge, but that's one thing that, that kind of comes with coaching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we had a good win, good win this week. What do you think attributed to the win the most? You know, our character, how we're built. You know, we um, one thing we stretched last week was – to play four quarters mm-hmm. and, and to be able to handle adversity. And we and we had to do that Friday night. You know, when we hit um, adversity early in the game, you know, Aner goes on like a 11-minute drive and then scores. Um, and they take up almost the entire first quarter, uh, which which for some teams can be very disheartening. Mm-hmm. Um, but our guys bounced back from it. And we came back and scored on the next series. And, t- and well, yeah, almost tied the game up. Uh, was down by one. And um, – and then at halftime, we were down uh, seven mm-hmm. and uh, came back and tied it up, mm-hmm. you know, right before halftime with about 20 seconds to go before halftime. And um, so, yeah, you know, I, I think our guys grew up a lot this, this weekend. And uh, they learned what it takes to, to, to win in big games and big environments. You know, it was a TV game, and everybody was excited about that. So um, to be able to get a, a close, you know, tight-knit win like that by one point, I think it, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Um, talking a little bit more about Ana's offense, how they held the ball for like like majority of the first quarter, um, then like kind of shift towards the second. How did you make the adjustment, like except for the uh, good running game? Well, you know, I think it was uh, we had to just kind of bear down. You know, that's the one thing we told our defense was just bear down and and uh, you know, to be honest with you, in the first quarter we had three penalties on the first series that that probably would have ended like that that drive probably would have cut six minutes off of, off of the drive. Um, and probably would have helped us get up earlier, you know. So we had to just limit our mistakes and uh, and make sure that, that we were not giving them an additional four, five, six, seven, eight plays to, to go and score. Um, and our defense played exceptional in the second half. We got a lot of stops and uh, and, and was able to give the, the offense the ball back multiple times and uh, gave us more chances to try to score. 
and um, we got the last play in. So <laughs> that, that was the difference in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of some of your players, uh, sophomore Tristan Howard threw for close to 200 yards and two touchdowns in his varsity debut. What did you guys see on film that allowed you to put him in his be- or put him in the best situation to be successful? Well, you know, Tristan has a very high football IQ. You know, and he has a great work ethic. Mm-hmm. And for the last three months, you know, he's constantly asking questions. You know, coach, how do you look at this? How do you look at that? And, you know, and Coach Q has done a great job of preparing him to quarterback. Um, with him being a sophomore, because I think about it, Tristan has never started that many games in his life. You know, so uh, to come out and, and all of a sudden become a varsity starting quarterback in tenth grade, um, it said said a lot about his work ethic, his character, his IQ, and uh, he made some incredible plays the other night. And mm-hmm. um, Thing about it was that there were other young guys that are also sophomores and juniors who who, who helped him make some of those plays, um, and that is encouraging for mm-hmm. for the future. You know, I think that as those guys continue to get uh, more reps and more experience, it's only, only going to make us a better football team. Mm-hmm. Um, to Emanuel, he had about twelve carries over hundred yards for the tying touchdown. During that last play, I, um, you saw the fumble snap, the fumble handoff. What were your thoughts going on through that last play? I was thinking this ball game's over with. <laughs> That's the first thing I was thinking. Um, because when the ball popped up, you know, it, it was a simple inside zone play. And I was like, hey, you know, we should be able to get a nice little push, get some yards, keep going. Um, I think it was, it was under two minutes to go in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, when I saw that ball go up, my, my heart dropped. And I was immediately thinking, if he fumbles this, the ball game's over with. They're going to get the ball, and they're going to hold it the rest of the time. Uh, we were down six points. Uh, when he regained it and made one hop, mm-hmm. and then we saw him on the sideline, I said, well, now that's a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's a good thing. Uh, so he's a phenomenal football player. You know, he's been playing with us since uh, he since probably midway through his freshman year. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tamonte is just an incredible football player, incredible football player. He, he makes a lot of things. This is kind of the joke I make in practice. He makes a lot of things – look really bad, but they finish really beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even when he's trying to catch the football, it looks really awkward, but he catches it every single time. But um, he's that kind of football player. Mm-hmm. You know, his, his future is is extremely bright. Um, speaking on senior Keto Douglas, yeah. who had 13 solo tackles and four assisted tackles, what went through your mind when he got that flag for being rough? Uh, a lot went through my mind. <laughs> a lot of negative went through my mind, uh, to be honest with you. You know, the biggest thing was that he actually made an incredible football play, an incredible play. Um, and unfortunately, it, it ended really badly. But I think that it's something that he's going to learn from, um, especially in those key moments of the game, um, of not making sure that we're not taking a great play and turning it into a really bad play. You know, because against some other teams, if he makes that play – it's probably disastrous in the long mm-hmm. run because their offenses are a little bit more explosive. Um, but he made a great play on it, uh, just made a bonehead play, you know, at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I think it's something that he's going to learn from and bounce back from this week. Okay, so this Friday, Marion is coming. We're playing Marion this Friday. And what does their offense do that, we mo- like, Wilson has to focus on in order to stop them this week? You know, they do a really good job of utilizing their athletes. They are super athletic. Um, they are very explosive, very fast, um, and you know I don't. I, and schematically, I don't think that it's really their scheme that, that really makes them that good. They just have a lot of really good athletes on the field. Um, their quarterback, 
uh, Gabe Cusack, man, is is a is a, one of the best players in this state. You know, he is exceptionally fast, and I think last week he had 178 yards rushing against mm-hmm. Lakeview. So, you know, he's a guy that we're going to have to contain and and be able to bottle up. Um, you know, I'm not going to say that, say that we're going to be able to stop him. You know, I think to stop is is kind of a, a drastic word, but but I think that we're going to have to slow him down um, and make other guys make plays against us. Mm-hmm. Um, if we tackle really well. I think that we're going to be perfectly fine, um, but we cannot give up explosive plays against them. Um, on the other side of that, what can we take advantage of to put points on the board? You know, just um, you know, I think it's just the, the undisciplined part. You know, sometimes that they have a tendency of, um, and I think that we're going to have to like really capitalize on some of those things. You know, if they miss a tackle or if they get upfield, and um, you know, if they, you know. Uh, try to uh, overly aggressively play a particular play, and and, and we kind of backdoor them on something. I think we're going to have to take advantage of th- that type of things, um, and just make sure that we can sustain drives, you know, and not uh, not have a lot of three and outs and put a lot of pressure on our defense. But offensively, we're going to have to uh, nickel and dime a lot, you know. But we're going to also have to just be able to sustain some drives, be really good on third down, and uh, yeah, we do that. I think we're going to be fine. Okay, so as you guys start a new week of practice, have new goals, um, what is, like, the message you have this week for the team? You know, just just be disciplined, play for four quarters. That, that's the biggest thing, you know, is um, I think on Friday nights, about 95% of the game comes down to, to who's more disciplined. You know, the 5% of it comes down to play calling, you know, but 95% of it, I think, is who's the most disciplined team, who has the least amount of mistakes, um, who, get, who, who plays the, the hardest, who plays the fastest, who makes the most plays in crucial parts of the game. And, you know, so discipline, playing for four quarters, I mean, that's going to be the message for this week. Do you think the team has a hard time with keeping that discipline most of the time? You know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to say that, they, that we have a hard time. I think is that we're, we're very, youth, very youthful mm-hmm. um, in a lot of ways. I mean, we have a lot of guys on this year's team who have never played a varsity snap. You know, and I think now getting them uh, more reps and more opportunities to, to prove themselves on Friday night, um, you know, I mean, it, it's here now. You know, so there's no more middle school football. There's no more JV for a lot of those guys. It's strictly varsity. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think that, that our lack of, of experience uh, sometimes leads to those mistakes. But I think that um, the more reps we get, the better that we're going to get at those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and – who for us needs to play well this week to give us the best chance at winning? You know, everybody. I, I mean, I'll be on with you. All three phases, offense, defense, special teams, uh, they all have to have a really good week. And that's something that we, we preach every week. Um, you know, I don't think it's, it's a particular player. Obviously, we, we have star players who, like, we need their best, obviously. Mm-hmm. But overall, I mean, it had to be a great team effort on all three phases. You know, uh, special teams-wise, we got to do a really good job of covering. Um, defensively, we had to do a very good job of tackling. And offensively, we were doing do a really good job with sustaining drives um, and uh, making their defense play more plays than they want to play. Um, do you think that – well, last week, Jaron Waiters wasn't able to play. Do you think that with him playing this week, it'll make a big difference? Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, he he's one of the best players in the state, like hands down. You know, I think having him back this week is definitely going to give us, like, an extra boost, um, especially offensively. Um, Special teams wise too, because he, he's one of our returners. You know, definitely having him back, having his presence back, is going to make a huge difference. And um, I know uh, this week it, it's a little personal for him. So, uh, so yeah, I think that, that he's going to have a good game Friday night.
um, having other players out like Ralph Boston. Is he going to be back this week? Yeah, so, so Ralph, Ralph will be back, but uh, he mm-hmm. will be limited. Unfortunately, Ralph uh, battled some, some sickness here over the summertime mm-hmm. that, that they kind of put him, you know, kind, kind of behind the eight ball. But um, he's been working and getting himself back in shape. And uh, so, yeah, he's going to be back, but in a limited role. But I think in a role that, that, will, that will help the team drastically. Okay. And last, do you have any shout-outs before we end? Ooh, man. I mean, <laughs> shout-out to, to my staff, man. You know, like, like the job that they do. You know, shout out to, uh, to to our community, man, and the ones who showed up Friday night and uh, mm-hmm. gave us some great support. Um, you know, students, I also hear Wilson, who always show up, our band. You know, I mean, you know, I can kind of go on and on, but you know, we have a lot of supportive people around this area. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, within our school building, and you know, big shout out to all of them. You know, who, who do a great job. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Coach. Um, good luck this week, and we'll see you next week. Absolutely, thank you all so much for having me. Thank you. Um, thank you for joining us this week on the Tiger Town Podcast. Remember, you can find us on all platforms. Until next time, I'm Cam. And I'm Talia, and we are out. <laughs>